0: Pastor Lau and Pastor Dalla Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty! Greeting from Seattle. Thank you so much for spending time with me today to study the Word of God together. I love the Word of God, and I want to teach the Word of God so that God's people will not be destroyed, deceived, or misled because they lack the knowledge of the Word of God. So today, I would like to share with you a very important subject, the anointing on ministry. If you study the Bible carefully, you will find out that After we are born again, the Lord Jesus gave the Holy Spirit into our life. The anointing or the presence of the Holy Spirit is in us. He can help us on a daily life, help us to pray, help us to read the Bible, to understand the Word of God. He leads us, guides us. He gives us the witness in our heart that we are God's children. Beside having the Holy Spirit on the inside of us, God also put the Spirit on us for the work of the ministry, for serving the Lord. There are many kinds of gifts or the ministry that the Holy Spirit manifests Himself through believers. Today, I would like to talk about the anointing on ministry, specifically regarding an anointing of an apostle. This is a subject that many people don't understand. The word the apostle in the Greek language is apostolos, which means a sent one, the one who is sent out by God for a specific mission or vision. The first apostle is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. He is the apostle. Actually, the Lord Jesus was the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher in himself. There are no men in the world that have all five ministry gifts or ministry of the uh, leadership like that in one person. But the Lord Jesus had all of them, the Bible say in John chapter 20, verse 21. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you, as the Father has sent me, I also send you. God the Father sent Jesus from heaven into the world. He is a sent one for a specific mission. That is to come to preach the gospel, to reveal who the Father is. He came to make disciple, speaking the truth, teaching the gospel and the revelation of the Word of God. He also came to be crucified, died on the cross, and was resurrected. So we can see that Jesus came for a specific purpose, sent by the Father. But Jesus also mentioned that after he went up to heaven, he also sent apostles into the body of Christ. He was the one who gave the gifts to the body of Christ. That was recorded in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 to 12. The Bible says, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. You can see here, Jesus gave gifts to the body of Christ or to the universal church. And one of the gifts is an apostle. Jesus Himself is the apostle, and he gave apostles to the body of Christ. In Hebrew chapter 3, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1. Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest, capital A, apostle, which means Jesus, of our confession Christ Jesus. Jesus is the apostle. A true apostle in the church era is the person who is anointed by the Holy Spirit as a gift from Jesus Christ to be sent out of his church or his hometown for a specific God-given mission. Not only just go because I need a job to do, I need a salary. Oh, I just want to change the place I live from America to Thailand or Singapore because I'm bored of living in the U.S. So I have to go somewhere to be a missionary. No. They are sent, this apostle are sent by the Holy Spirit to do specific God-given mission to accomplish God's vision. This example is mentioned in the book of Acts chapter 13. I would like to read Acts chapter 13 verses 1 to 4. Now, in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manion, who had been brought up with Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. Saul means Paul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Notice, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then, having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away, sent them away. Then, verse 4 say, So, being sent out by the Holy Spirit, who sent them out? Not man, not the church, by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia and from there they sailed to Cyprus. You can see here that the early church apostles. Example here mentioned in the book of Acts, Barnabas and Saul, and later on his name was changed to Paul. They were apostles of the early church. And then we can learn more from the life of the apostle Paul about the apostolic ministry, the anointing of an apostle. Let's look at the next scripture together. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12, Truly the signs of an apostle were accomplished among you with all perseverance in signs and wonders and mighty deeds. From this scripture, we can see four things that are sign of an apostle. Number one, the word among you. It means that an apostle is a leader of a group of people. Some Christians follow the apostle as their spiritual father or as their leader. The apostle has authority over a group of people. Number two, perseverance or long suffering and patience because the apostle are the one who. Go out to pioneer new territory. They will face resistance and persecution from the devil. So this servant of God must persevere, must really know how to stick on to the vision and the calling without giving up. Number one, they have a group of people under their authority. Number two, sign of apostle, perseverance. Number three, In signs and wonders, signs and wonders of the apostle go with signs and wonders. You can hear testimony of signs and wonders in the ministry of an apostle. And number four, mighty deeds. An apostle served God with power. People can see the power of God manifested. When he preached the gospel, I'm talking about Paul. The signs and wonders and mighty deeds follow to confirm that he was used by God as an apostle. The apostle, number one, have people under that authority. Two, long-suffering, endurance, and patience. Three, God gave them the gift to perform certain kind of signs and wonders. And the work of their ministry so mighty, so powerful because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. An apostle must have a personal, deep and real experience with God. It's not the experience that handed down or we call secondhand experience and learn from somebody else. An apostle has personal, deep, real experience with God so that he can be confident in his calling and know the Lord personally very well. I give you example in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 1 to 2. Am I not an apostle? Am I not free? Have I not seen Jesus Christ, our Lord? Are you not my work in the Lord? If I am not an apostle to others, yet doubtless I am to you. You see, the apostle has people under their care, have territory of the ministry. For you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. Paul did not see Jesus with his own eyes, but he saw Jesus in the vision. In Acts chapter 9, verses 3 to 6, Acts 9, 3 to 6, Paul saw Jesus in the vision. He had a deep spiritual experience with God. Even his conversion was very unique. He met the file of God on the road to Damascus. He had a real personal deep experience with the Lord. Not only that, he even said that the doctrine about the Lord's Supper or the communion was given to him by the Lord directly, not from other apostles. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23, this is what Paul said, "For I receive from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread." You see, Paul has a personal revelation, personal experience with God that Jesus told him the meaning of communion. He did not receive that revelation by the teaching of other apostles. Paul had a very deep experience with God as an apostle. And even the gospel that he preached, he received from the Lord. Look at Galatians chapter 1, verses 11 to 12. But I make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. He did not receive the understanding of the gospel or the revelation of the gospel from man. For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it. But it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. So we can see here. Number one, Jesus gave apostle to the church. He himself is the apostle. Paul and Barnabas were sent out by the Holy Spirit as apostles. And apostles have a deep personal experiences with God, have the sign of, number one, endurance, perseverance. Two, they have authority to do work for God, and a group of people follow their leadership. Three, they go with signs and wonders. And four, their ministry is very powerful with mighty deeds. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10. 1 Corinthians three, ten. 10. According to the grace of God which was given to me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds it. Ephesians. Chapter 2, verse 20. The Bible says, Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. From these two scriptures, we can see that God is using an apostle to lay down foundation in the church. The apostle has the desire has the passion and the gift to lay down the doctrinal foundation, to teach basic, and to build on the basic thing so that God's people in the church will be grounded and will be strong in the foundation. Without good foundation, God's people can fall apart when the storm or the wind attack them. So this is why the body of Christ needs an apostle. A, an apostle goes to start the church and plant new churches and lay down the foundation. The first 12 apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ laid the foundation of the early church. They received the baptism of the Holy Spirit they learned from Jesus themselves. They received the file of God and they started the first church in Jerusalem and they laid down foundation in that generation. We have the epistle and the Bible to read that were written by the early church, 12 apostles. Because an apostle need to plant new churches and pioneer in the new territory, they usually have many gifts in themselves to be able to break into the new ground. They may be also pastors, teachers, preachers, and sometimes even have to function as evangelists. The apostle has the supernatural equipment from the Holy Spirit, and the authority is on them. The authority that is mentioned in 1 Corinthians 12, twenty eight the Bible says 1 Corinthians twelve twenty eight. And God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondary prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments and diversity of tongues. Governments, the ruling authority normally. The true apostles who pioneered churches have the government or the authority to take care and to rule those churches, not to rule over or not to control people, but have authority to give teaching, to give guidance and advice to the local leadership. Apostles exercise authority over the churches that they planted, they cannot exercise authority over other churches that they do not take care. They have territory. For example, the Apostle Paul did not exercise authority over the church in Jerusalem. I read 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 1-2 to one more time. Am I not an apostle? Am I not free? Have I not seen Jesus, Christ our Lord? Are you not my work in the Lord? If I am not an apostle to others... Yet doubtless I am to you, for you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. So you can see here that the apostle has authority over the new churches that they planted at the, or their pioneer. Some people may call themselves apostles, but actually they are not. They just want to dominate. They want to rule people for their own personal benefit. They call themselves, I am apostle, have authority, you must listen to me. Actually, a true apostle doesn't need to demand anyone to listen to him because the authority from God is there. Remember this, the office of the apostle are demonstrated in power, not in title, not in name. You don't need to put your title in front of your name, Apostle so and so. Because the power, the authority, and the anointing is on you. God support you. People will listen to you anyway because you have the authority from the Lord. You are not cooking it up. You don't need to depend on the title in front of your name. The apostles have the gifts, and the supernatural ability to establish and pioneer new churches. In Acts chapter 13, verse 2, we can see here that the Holy Spirit separated Saul and Barnabas, and the Holy Spirit was the one who sent them out to the Gentiles. So Barnabas and Saul went out and pioneer new churches in the new territory, establish new churches there, and they both have authority. They went out, so-called today, as a missionary. Today we heard the word missionaries, true missionaries who were called by God, who went out to pioneer churches to start some ministry in another land, go with signs and wonder and authority actually are apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ but not everybody who go out and call themselves missionaries are apostles because sometimes people just go there to work a secular job and maybe help teaching english in another foreign land but never plant a church just go there try to witness Do not have authority to start the church and to train new leaders and pastors. True apostles have the gift to be able to function in many offices, such as they are teachers, at the same time, they pastor people like Paul. He went to one city and stayed there for six months to three years, pastoring people, training people, teaching people. He also acts like evangelists to help people to get saved. So you see, the apostles have to work in different offices in order to pioneer the local church. Apostle Paul is clearly an apostle. He endeavored to preach the gospel in the area that never heard Christ. He went to the Gentile world He laid out foundation into the new places where no one else has laid out the foundation before. Now you wonder, are there still apostles today? Jesus is the first apostle. Now we heard the word, the 12th apostle selected by Jesus Christ. The 12th apostle is mentioned in the book of Revelation chapter 21, verse 14. Now the wall of the city had 12 foundations, and on them were the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. The 12 apostles selected by Jesus are called the 12 apostles of the Lamb. They are different from the apostles in the New Testament today because they are sent out to witness the ministry, the life, The death, the resurrection, and the ascension of the Lord Jesus Christ. They have a specific ministry to witness the life of Jesus Christ and tell people about that. This twelve apostle must have one common quality that is mentioned in Acts chapter one, verses twenty-one and twenty-two. That this twelve apostle must accompany. Other apostle and Jesus for three and a half years. The apostle Paul did not follow Jesus physically. The apostle today did not see Jesus physically, but the 12 apostle followed Jesus, accompanied him in the ministry for three and a half years. Today, we still have the apostle mentioned in the book of Ephesians chapter four. Barnabas and Paul were part of the current New Testament apostle. If there are no apostles today, I believe God will cut off Ephesians chapter 4, eleven to thirteen out of the Bible. Because no apostle why mentioned about it, but the apostles still mentioned in the New Testament. How long is God going to send the apostle into the world? How many more years? Oh, until the body of Christ becomes mature, come to the unity of the faith in the knowledge of Christ, become perfect like Christ, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ and equipped to serve the Lord. Now you can see that Apostle will never come to an end until Jesus comes back. Because as long as we have the church today, new believers come in, people are not totally mature, they need apostle, prophet, evangelist, teachers, and pastor to equip, to train, and to build them up in the knowledge of God until they become perfect men in Christ Jesus. The apostle must have outstanding spiritual gift to be able to pioneer churches in new territory. The apostle must have deep personal experiences with God. They go with power and ability to establish churches. They are sent by the Holy Spirit. They are not sent by the will of man. They go with the specific God's mission. Now, can you be apostle overnight? You become a new believer or you go in the church and you say, I'm going to appoint myself to be an apostle. Don't worry that you're going to be an apostle or not because no one becomes an apostle out of the blue. If you re- look at the Bible carefully, the apostle come out from the church to be sent out after they work in the church as a leader or pastor or certain kind of leadership for a while. Acts chapter 13 mentioned that Barnabas and Saul were teachers and prophets in the church of Antioch. They were functioning as the leaders already. They know how to minister to people. They know the word. They prove their life to be faithful. They are loyal to Jesus. And one day, God sent them out. So no one can come into the church and never function as leader in the church before they are sent out to another land or another country to be an apostle. So what you need to do is to be faithful and just do what God calls you to do. Be faithful in teaching, preaching the gospel, taking care of God's sheep. Be faithful to go to the Bible study group, minister to people. And one day, when is the timing of God, the Holy Spirit will call you, empower you and anoint you and send you out to do the work of the ministry as an apostle. Again, an apostle is not about title. It's about the lifestyle, about the power and the gift that God has given to the man. Paul and Barnabas were the apostles of the early church. Today, we still have the apostle. If you notice the story of Paul and Barnabas, there were teachers and prophets Working in the local church, after they were sent out, look at what happened in Acts chapter fourteen, verse fourteen. But when the apostle Barnabas and Paul heard this, they tore their clothes and ran in among the multitude, crying out. What happened? They stopped people from worshiping them as God. Why did people try to worship them as God? When they went into that first missionary trip because the Bible says in verses 8 to 11 that they healed a crippled man who never walked since birth. They came with power, signs of wonder. So you can see that God lifted up the level of power and anointing in the life of Paul and Barnabas when they were sent out as an apostle. When you... I sent out as an apostle. God is going to lift up the level of power and authority to be able to pioneer the churches, to plant churches in the new territory. They have a stronger anointing. Don't worry about the title or the name. Don't worry about it. Just be faithful and serve the Lord in your calling until God really sent you. I want to conclude this teaching by saying that The gift is given by God as his will. No one can force himself or lift himself up to be anything. Not only that, your rewards in heaven come from your faithfulness. It's not about the title of being an apostle or pastor or prophet. The person who sweeps the floor in the church faithfully can have this much reward in heaven. Maybe even more than a pastor who does not take care of the sheep very well and is not very faithful. Faithfulness is the key. Whatever you call to do, just stay faithful until God anoints you and sends you out. I believe that after you listen to this teaching, you understand more of the office of the apostle. And now you can differentiate, you can see who is real apostle and who call himself apostle, but he is not. And I recommend you connect yourself with a good apostle so that you can be trained, you can be built up. Thank you again for listening to this teaching. I believe that the Holy Spirit has spoken to you and taught you great truth so that you can be fruitful for the kingdom of God. May God bless you indeed. And I will see you in another teaching in the next session. God bless you. Thank you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com we